Welcome back, folks, to week six of our PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebby Asias here with my sports editor, Brian Linder. Brian, how you feeling this week, man? How you doing? Man, I'm hanging in there, Nebby. We had a, another big week of high school football. We're already past the midway point, man. We had some kind of a crazy big week um, with some big games. And, you know, we try to keep this, keep this thing evergreen and and talk about the stuff that you can listen to two or three weeks from now, but we'll talk about a couple of those big games. But first, man, how you doing, Nebby? How'd you do last? Who'd you go see? Tell us about that real quick. I'm doing great. I can't complain. Like you said, man, you mentioned it already. It was a great big week in high school football. On Friday night, I went to go see Bishop McDevitt take on Lower Dolphin at the Hershey Park Stadium. And man, McDevitt was on their A game. I mean, they got punched in the mouth first by Lower Dolphin. They scored. But afterwards, Lower Dolphin just... Couldn't couldn't keep up with them, man. I think a, it was a 66 to seven blowout. Marquise Williams ran for four touchdowns. I mean, off of just five carries, sat out the entire second half. His quarterback, Stone Saunders, uh, threw four touchdowns. He as well didn't play in the second half. So for them to have those type of performances in just two quarters was just crazy to watch. Yeah, you know, we talked about some college guys to watch last week, and uh, we just forgot, I think, to talk about McDevitt. Um, but, you know, they're only lost this year to South College. And we're going to talk about LaSalle here in a second. But, you know, McDevitt's got some guys. You talk about Sloan Saunders. He's already got a Michigan offer. His dad's the strength and conditioning coach for the Ravens, Nebby. Um, and he's a freshman. And um, that kid can throw it around. He's a re- he, he might be the best high school freshman high school football player in Pennsylvania. He's probably the top prospect right now. You know, there's a kid named Zaheer Mathis over at Emmett And he saw Marquise Wood was, uh, you know, he's got a lot of buzz around him and some some – some some offers. Uh, he's a junior and um, Mario Easterly, right? I mean, he yeah. had a big game for him too. Um, he's an old Dominion commit, and uh, they just got guys. Rob Robel is a kid who's a, a you know up until this year was kind of a wrestling star, but he had a big game at defensive tackle for him. He had like ten tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, so McDevitt's got some guys, right? They do for sure. It was crazy to watch. Um, yeah, that Easterly kid. I'm talking about. I seen him with like two to three receptions, each one for like over 50 yards. So, and, and you you look at it, their one loss, like I said, was to LaSalle College. And LaSalle did not have their two guys, their two big names, and that Sam Brown, who's a Rutgers commit, um, at running back, and then Abdul Carter, who's a Penn State commit at linebacker. Yeah. That was a 21 nothing game, and McDevitt. You know, didn't really play terrible in that. Um, you'd like to see him do more on offense. But, right. you know, now you look at LaSalle and they got Abdul and, and Sam back and they just went and beat St. Joe's Prep. You know, when we're when we're recording this, um, they beat them last weekend, 28-21. And that is a huge win wow. in the state of Pennsylvania. You know, that puts you right up there. When you can beat St. Joe's Prep, you're talking about maybe maybe you're the top team in the, in the state, you know. Yeah. So not a bad win for McDevitt. And um, I mean, not a bad loss for McDevitt. And, right. uh, you know, they're going to have some tougher games in the future. Lower Dolphins, a team just really struggled, maybe. But, you know, now they're they got a couple wins this season and they're, they're a little improved. So, you know, McDevitt's got some exciting folks, too. So, Brian, each week on this podcast, uh, with the exception of last week, we've had interesting guests come on and share their stories with us and talk to us. And I'm excited for this week's guest. You want to tell them who we'll be talking to? Yo, what? Javen Williams, Nebby. And, and really, as we speak and as we do this, he might be the hottest college football prospect in the state. Now, is he the highest ranked? No. But, you know, in the last two or three weeks, he's a 6'5", 310-pound offensive tackle as a junior, 2023 kid from Wild Missing Nebby. And probably in the last three weeks, I think September 20th, he got his first offer, and that was Pitt. And it's kind of snowballed from there. He's probably got 10, 12 offers already. And, you know, we're talking about Pitt, Penn State, Michigan, you know, a lot of big schools. And when you turn on the film, man, he's just wrecking guys. And his team, Nebby, there was a game that was talked about as much as LaSalle's win over St. Joe's Prep. It might have been his team's win over Southern Columbia this week because that snapped Southern's 65-game win streak. Right. So he's riding the high while Missing's riding the high. 
and we're going to have him on our podcast. I think just the right time. Yeah, I think I think Javen's an interesting candidate to talk to, only because to be six five and three hundred ten pounds as a junior in high school, the kid is what sixteen years old. I mean, that's big. And like you said, you know, he just started buzzing two to three weeks ago. So I'm just excited to see what all he's going to rail in. And yeah, I'm excited. Let's get him on the phone, Brian. Let's get him. Again, welcome back, everyone, to week six of our PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebby Asias here with my editor, Brian Linder. And today we have another very important and special guest here with us. Brian, you want to do the pleasure of acknowledging who he is and introducing him to everyone? Yeah, Nebby, we got a big guest. Literally a big guest. <laughs> six five, three ten, offensive tackle. Love watching his highlights. Maybe the hottest offensive line recruit in the state of Pennsylvania right now. That's big. While missing tackle javen williams javen what's up man hey how you doing doing all right buddy you know i I look back and one of the reasons we had to have you on your coach has been telling me about you for a year a year and a half right but you look back i think it was what september the 20th you get the first offer right it's pit right right yes sir and we're sitting here now it's been what a couple weeks what's your offer list looking like right now um i have 10 offers um you want me to name them yeah Tell everybody, I mean, it's been crazy, right? It's been crazy, right? right? Yeah, it's been insane. So, uh, Pitt, um, Boston College, Temple, Virginia Tech, we got Illinois, Michigan, Maryland, Mm. Penn State, Rutgers. What has it been like? Because I know this has been a build for you. Like I said, your coach has been putting you out there for a while, right? This is something you've been looking for for a while. And then for three weeks or so here to have all these schools off you, what has this been like, man? Um, it's just been like pretty, you know, insane. At first it was a little overwhelming, but you know, I kind of sat into the position of, you know, getting these offers and it's just, it's a blessing to be honest. You know, you always dream of stuff like this and it, it really is just crazy how it's paying off. Javen, you're still what you- junior. You're a four-star recruit here. Um, you, you mentioned the offer from Penn State. We've had a couple of Penn State elite recruits, you know, talk to us on this podcast, man. So, you know, what are your thoughts? Like, what are you feeling like? Um, I, I was down there for the game against Villanova, and it was an awesome, like, awesome atmosphere. It, it was crazy. The, the coaches there are great. You know, the food there was great. I loved it there. And, you know, I just look forward to just, you know, going to a whole bunch of other schools and getting to, you know, visit. What do you think the uh, spark was that caused all these schools now to come on board with you? That one had to give it a pit. You know, once they offered me, that opened up a lot of doors as far as, you know, coaches, you know, who is this guy? Uh, Especially with it being, you know, FBS school. It's it's a big school. So that got me on the map for sure. And uh, my coach and uh, Ross Tucker have done a great job, you know, managing, you know, my recruit uh, recruitment and the process and just teaching me things and, and helping me with tape and putting it together. So, that's a big shout out to those two. Just for those who don't know, I mean, you know, this happened pretty abruptly. When did Pitt offer you? Give us a time frame. Um, it was a Sunday night, I'm pretty sure, and it was late at night. It, it was like nine o'clock, and I remember waking up my parents, you know, screaming, telling them what was going on. It has to be. Did you did story. you like know that it might be coming that night, or or like how did it all come together on a Sunday? 
um, I had no idea. I knew that, you know, it was a safeties coach, Coach Sanders. He called me in, and I had just no idea, you know, why is a safeties coach from Pitt calling me? I'm guessing probably it was an area, you know, something like that. But I was really surprised, you know, I, a little emotional. It was just crazy because, you know, that's the first one's always the, the most special. Right. Yeah, what was that moment like? You said you were screaming in the house, woke up your mom and dad. Like, how late was it, first of all? <clears throat> Um, I, I want to say it was like nine o'clock. It was nine to 10 o'clock. And, and I remember just getting up screaming, you know, I had school the next day. So I was trying to, you know, keep it down, but you know, something like that. I had to go around the whole house screaming, you know, telling everyone I got my first offer and, uh, yeah. That hard work pays off, man. Keep it up. Yes, sir. Thank you. Isn't it funny though? Like when that one, that first school, seems like they always wait, right? Yeah. That first <laughs> domino falls. Like, isn't it, isn't it kind of funny? Cause I know, I know you've been looking forward to this, and I guess no matter how this works out, you'll always be grateful to Pitt in that way, right? Right, of course, yeah. Um, you talking about what? No, I was just, you know, just continuing on that. You, you mentioned Ross Tucker, played in the NFL, big Wyoming guy, and believe it or not, Ross texts me uh, your clips from time to time, and um, just like a week or two ago when you like, <clears throat> Javen, maybe J- Javen comes out and he pulls out in front of a run and just – runs over a guy full speed, mm. another big guy. And Ross is like, you don't know how crazy that is and how tough that is. But um, what's your relationship like with him? I mean, that's the guy that played in the league, big Y.O. fan, obviously coming from there. And and you mentioned him. So what's that relationship like? Um, You know, I, I reached out to him first, you know, because he's a well-known alumni here. And I just asked him for a little bit of help. Um, I was well, not necessarily struggling. It was early in the process. But I just want to get a little taste of how the recruiting process was process would go and you know he, he helped me he appreciated me reaching out to him and over the span of a couple of months we got pretty close and you know it's just awesome to have a resource like like him just helping you out you know he put my film you know he was to text out other college coaches so I appreciate everything he's done yeah he does the go big recruiting site and I, I know um he's been pumping you out there and stuff too but um but what's the best piece of advice you think he gave you so far um, the best piece of advice he say is probably like, as far as like staying humble and like, you know, you never let anyone know where your interests are, you know, and in the back of your mind, you, you might know where you want to go, but you know, you want to stay open to everything, location, academics, you know, you never want to just do anything too early. So that's probably the best advice you gave me. You know, that's that's a great piece of advice right there. But, I mean, Javen, you know, you're, you're 6'5", 310 pounds coming out of high school. You still have an entire senior season to play after this one. So it's like, you know, what's 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 that got to be like? You know, I mean, you, you talk about being humble, but obviously you have this big target on your back now. Like Brian mentioned, when that first domino falls, they're all going to keep, you know, rolling in now. So what's that like? He's become a star in three weeks. In three weeks, <laughs> right. he's become a star, right, Javen? I mean – you know, you went from an offensive line that doesn't get a lot of love to everybody's talking about. You. Right, right. Um, it's um, I'd say like to be honest, I just want to, you know, sometimes you feel like you want to get, you know, just all that stuff out your head before the game because it can add a little bit of pressure, you know, playing to that D one expectation. Mm. But you know, I'm always just blessed, you know, and for the most part, without like without this, a lot of stuff doesn't happen, you know. So I try to play to like the best of my ability. Cause you know, there's always going to be people that, you know, not necessarily try to bring you down, but you know, of course there's those guys on the field, you know, that are yelling at you, be one this, you know, and I just try to, you know, keep that out of my head, you know, just play to my ability and, 
whatever happens, happens. I keep that mentality. Let's talk about your ability, man. When I look at, I see a, a 6'5", 310-pound guy who can move really well. There's some explosion there. A lot of people don't know. I mean, he's really good at the discus and stuff like that. I think he just do a personal best a couple right, months back. Good. Right, um, yes, sir. So, so when people turn on the film, what are they going to see from you? Um, For the most part, I like to emphasize, like, um, I like to move. You know, I like to play a little bit of guard. So with our offense, you know, we pull a lot. So I love getting out in open space and making plays. Um, we, we're not necessarily a pass block team, but, you know, whenever we get, you know, some drop step in or some reach and zone in, I try to do that. You know, I love doing that stuff. But my favorite, if not pulling, it's probably, you know, going down on someone when they're not expecting it. And that's where a lot of the pancakes come from. The blind side. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> you, when you watch Wild Missing, Nebby, this is a physical team. Like I said, not a lot of pass blocking. Mm-hmm. They're going to come out, they're going to run right at you. And and if you can stop it, you can stop it. You know, and but last year they made it to the state championship, come up a little short against Central Valley. Um, I guess, first of all, man, what's it like playing? When I watch this offensive line, just scrappy dudes, man. You, just, you guys just, you're going to turn it into a physical game, right? What's it like playing offensive line at Wild Missing, man? Um, I'd say. It's it's tiring to to an uh, extent because, you know, a lot of time, you know, I'd say like when zone teams or pass pro teams, they, they're not, you know, run block. I feel like run blocking takes a, a certain amount of energy every single play that a lot of other – not saying that, you know, there's, there's other good dudes that don't, you know, go hard every play, but there's something about run blocking that, you know, just – it, it takes some energy out of you and especially playing both sides that, you know, that's something I probably should work on is conditioning, but mm. I feel like that's, that's a struggle a little bit. It's just, you know, exerting a, like a same amount of energy every play. At the same time, there's gotta be like some, some pride in it. You guys are beating guys up up front. Right. Um, I think, I think there is a little pride in there because we're such a young team and we know, we know that we can get a whole lot better with the depth that we got. So, yeah, I'd say there, there's some pride in there. And what, what are things looking like so far this season for you? Tell the people what your record is and how you guys have been performing so well. Um, we're 5-0. and um, We just, you know, went against uh, probably one of the best teams in Pennsylvania, Southern Columbia. They're on like what, like something crazy, like a four four year win streak or something like that. And we were sixty five you know, games, sixty five. Oh, games 65 in a row. Game, right. And you guys snapped you know, it back, back to back to back to back state champion. Then, you know, it, it was crazy for us to snap that streak. But um, a lot of the other teams we face in Berks County, um, no team's gonna let us roll over them. But for the most part, um, Southern Columbia was the biggest game in a long time, and just Pennsylvania in general two powerhouses going at it, but um, not say that we're going to roll over everyone, but, you know, now our minds is on game after game, but we're looking towards the playoffs right now. Would you say that big win against uh, Southern Columbia gave you all the more momentum that you guys need moving forward? Like, talk to me about that energy. Right. Um, well, we were supposed to face them last year. You know, our team was, you know, we had a lot of scenes last year. So this year, like I said, we're on the young side. So for us to go against a powerhouse like them and, and defeat them, it, it was it gives us not only momentum, but just a little bit of confidence that we can go against other guys, other big guys, and beat them too. Mm-hmm. You guys made it to the state title last year. I think you're ranked third in the state right now. How are you guys feeling about that, Making trying to make another state title run here, man? Uh, we, we want to do it for our brothers. You know, last year that was devastating. That was a, that was a really hard uh, – 
hard game to swallow. So, you know, we go out every game just, you know, trying to make up for them not, and not for ourselves. We try to, you know, do it for them because, you know, before Southern Columbia, all the seniors were texting me, including, you know, my older brother who I was behind last year. A whole bunch of guys were texting us, texting the coaches, alumni. You know, it was a big deal. As Brian mentioned, Javen, uh, you're, you're one of the top offensive tackles in the state of Pennsylvania. You know, describe to us your role on the team and how you hold your teammates accountable. Um, so I wouldn't I'm not a captain on the football team, but as far as like the O line, D line, you know, I try to, you know, run run that to the best of my ability, you know, step in as a leader. You know, it's my first year starting, so you know, sometimes I'm a little timid and I don't want to be the guy to, you know, go overboard, but I get on our guys, you know, a lot harder because, you know, we as far as me, there's not, you know, we don't have a big line like we did last year. So I try to emphasize, you know, like we got to play smarter than a bunch of these guys. And like, you know, uh, we might not be stronger, but, you know, for the most part, we try to, you know, out, you know, phys- like be physical on the line. So that's a big part. Let's uh, let's change gears a little bit. You know, we always like to tell people beyond football who guys are, you know, and, and you know, we, if we're not talking about football, Who's Javen Williams, man? Tell tell us who you are and what would you tell people, you know, the story of your life is? Um, for the most part, I'm a goop guy, you know. Goops, you know, I'm trying to make people laugh. You know, I, I try not to get that in last clown, but, you know, I'm a goofy guy, you know. I'm friendly with everyone. Um, I, I'd say I'm very respectful. You know, a lot of people say I'm, I'm a respectful guy, but I'm, I'm quiet. If not, you know, for the most part, I'm a quiet guy, calm dude. I like to be goofy sometimes. Yeah, from talking to you, Javen, uh, I, I can gather, and I'm sure Brian could gather as well. You seem like a very family-oriented to yourself type of guy, but what is it aside from football that you like to do? Like any extracurricular activities, any community involvement? Like what is it that you enjoy doing when you're not on that field? Um, uh, well, you know, I'm a normal teenager. I love to, you know, play video games with some music. Mm-hmm. Um for the most part, you know, our team, we do a lot of stuff together. You know, I remember last year we uh we went to this uh this gym that was oriented with, you know, uh special education and this this disability. So we as a team, we kind of do small stuff like, you know, go on the highway, pick up trash, but that's like team oriented. I don't necessarily do that by myself. Right. But um I feel like off the field, if I'm not with my team, off the field, I'm with them. So I'm always with our teammates. That's how we build our chemistry. You mentioned yeah, you but like you could listen. I'm but, sorry, Brian. You mentioned you like I, to listen I to keep music. cutting you off. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's, this is great convo. But you mentioned you like to listen to music, Javen. What kind of music are you listening to on a bus ride to a game to get you pumped up? Um, it's a lot of everything, you know. I listen, you know, Meek Mill, Dreams of Nightmares, but mm-hmm. you know, a little something different. I'm '80s rock, you know, Bon Jovi, okay. Van Hill, and, and a lot of you know stuff like that. You know, that's quicker yep. he puts on, so that's what gets me hyped. Yo, yo, so '80s rock, man. We don't get many kids <laughs> in 2021 talking about Bon Jovi, man. Where where right. did that come from? Where how did that start? That's there's a story there. Um, well, you know, in our, you know. In our, we we call something called music. You know, we just do it um, as a team. We go in the locker room. We're all quiet, and then our first song we put on is um, "Raw Hide." Then we put on um, "God Bless the USA." Mm. Then "Living on a Prayer." Then "Eye of the Tiger." Then um, no, "Eye of the Tiger." Then "Living on a Prayer." So when we're lifting in the summer, our coach, you know, he puts on '80s rock. That's all he puts on, like you know, Queen, Journey. So to be honest, you know. 
when, when we're in the weight room or just, you know, hanging around, that's that's what we are always listening to. You know, of course, we listen to, you know, rap and and newer stuff. But, you know, we have a strong t- tradition here. So for like that's what we just listen to. I, it might be a little weird. That's just what like I as far as like four games and lifting, that's what I listen to. You know, it's crazy, it, bro. What's crazy? No. I'm I'm the same way, Javen. Man, I've always been an old soul. You know what I'm saying? I'm a '90s baby. I'm 24 years old, but I listen to the Osley Brothers. You know, Marvin Gaye. I listen. I, I got an old soul, so I definitely can relate to that nostalgic aura. But I have this question. Go ahead, go ahead, Brian. Before I ask, I was gonna say I still think that's the first kid we're gonna talk to, uh, and maybe the only kid in 2021 who says <laughs> Bon Jovi. Yeah, he caught me by surprise with that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But my, my question for you right now, David, is you're from Reading. You get what I'm saying? Um, you get that first offer from, from Pitt, right? You go back to school uh, to Wild Missing High. I mean, what's the talk around town? Like, you get what I'm saying? Now, all of a sudden, you know, you're walking down the hallway, you're getting your books out of your locker and stuff like that. You're getting more recognition and things of that sort. Like, talk to me about that experience. Um, well, for the most part, you know, we're Eastern PA. So, you know, there's a lot of Penn State fans. Um so when that offer came to say that was huge when Penn State, you know, everyone, every, people I don't even know on the street. Yeah. Oh, my God. Congratulations. The pit one that that opened a lot of eyes, too, because, you know, that's the first offer. And, you know, your first offer never not to say, you know, I didn't work hard, but I wasn't expecting it to be a power five, you know, ACC offer. Like you know, I'm thinking something, you know, double A, FCS, you know, but a lot of people were congratulating me. And, you know, that's just a big thing, not only for me, but just for the community. like. um we haven't had this much t- success to say, like in the college world, besides Alexander Loney 2012. So this is just a huge thing for why I'm missing in the community. Uh, we got a lot of Penn State listeners. I mean, um, obviously in a big Penn State audience, like you said, you know that well. How did that Penn State offer go down? What did they tell you? And, and what was that like, um, you know, to talking to them and, and getting that offer from them? Um, that that was a, a great experience because, you know, they, it wasn't like a normal, you know, call, hey, congratulations on your offer. I got to talk to Coach Franklin and, and Coach Trout while I was there. So that was something special to me. I I never would know that that's I wanted that until that happened. Like, you know, so it went down. You know, he told me he wants to keep the best of PA and PA and, you know, stay home. And he he said, I really like just respect the way he did it because, you know, he's, he's a great guy. And it, it just had a personal effect on it. You know, I went there. I felt like. You know, I was part of a family, you know, coaches going up to me. I, I never even followed on Twitter. As soon as I, you know, posted all the coaches following me that I talked to, it was just a great experience. And, you know, I will never forget that moment. You mentioned you attended a Villanova game. Um, talk to me right. about that experience up there at the main campus. I mean, what was that environment like? Was it different? Had you been to an environment like that before? Um, that was my first football game. So I'm going to be honest. I spent more time just, you know, looking around, looking at the lights and actually watching the game, you know, because Penn State won that game by a lot and they won it early. Mm. So, you know, I was watching the game, but I was looking at the crowd. You know, I wasn't even I was just like amazed by all of what was going on. Starstruck. Right. Yeah. That's where to say starstruck. Mm. You got another year of this, man. I mean, how do you handle it? How do you approach it? And it's got to be really exciting that, you know, in three or four weeks, you've gotten this many offers and you still got another year to go. Um, yeah. How are you, how are you approaching this? How are you going to handle it? Um, The way I, I try to approach it is, you know, if you didn't know, I'm a dual sport athlete. So I throw the discus in the shot put in the winter and spring. So I'm probably going to, you know, take it, you know, sport by sport. You know, I, 
I'm, I'm going to work in the offseason on football, but, you know, there's a time to put that, put the pads away and, you know, work on the shop, put work on my feet, work on stuff that is going to help me on the field and translate to what I can do on the field. So, you know, strength for the most part is what I do during winter and then for work in the spring. So I'm, I'm always going to, you know, I'm never going to not work on football, but for these next, when football does come, I'm going to, you know, get ready. But for the time within these next year, like, you know, I guess two years, I'm probably going to work a lot on track and, and just stuff that's going to help me on the field, strength, footwork, acceleration. So, yeah. Brian, like I said, the discus stuff and all translates well, right? I mean, as far as explosion yeah. and Brian, I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit. Javen, if it came down to it, you know, it was on the table and you had to pick and choose between discus and shot put and football, which one are you going with? Well, you know, Michigan offered me both spots, you know, so that, you know, I, I did get to think about that, but um, if it had to come down to it, I, I, I'd have to pick it like, you know, when that comes down to that point, but it, probably football, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be football. I love football. Mm. And even when, you know, the time does come when I can never play again, I'm still going to watch football. And, you know, I just love the sport, you know, never, you just can never get away from football. If you had to think with real quick, if you had to yourself, which would you say you feel you're better at or more comfortable with? Um, I'm pretty comfortable in both, but to to be honest, it'd probably be football because, you know, when you're throwing the discs in the shot put, you know, that's not a comfortable, well, not comfortable feeling, but, you know, that's not something that, you know, human is, you know, a human's not supposed to be able to like, have that much, have that much stability in like their, their shoulders. So, you know, that's usually the time where I get injured and stuff. So I'm probably more comfortable during the football season. Six foot five, 310 pound guys aren't supposed to, supposed to be able to move like you either though. That's, that's Thank why you. other people get injured. That's why other people get injured in football. Mm-hmm. And they're beating right. those dudes up. I think the thing with track is, though, right? I mean, look, you can make a really good life in track and a really good career, but you got to be like top three in the world to do that. Right. You know, or top, top, you know, at least top 10. You know, like I know yeah. I used to work with some sprinters like Curtis Mitchell, who finished third in the world at world championships one year. And, you know, to get into Diamond League, you know, you, you've got to be at that elite level. You know, if you're like, 12th in the world and in, in, in a track and field event and nobody knows your name. Right, right. right. That is another, that's difficult. another big thing. Right, yeah, that's another big part, you know, when it comes down to where would I be successful after school, you know. I could go to the NFL, you know, I could go to the Olympics, but not to say, you know, of course you have to put in a huge amount of work to get to the NFL, but to get to the Olympics, that, that takes a different beast, you know, in order to, you know, wait every four years and, and have even just, you know, uh, a really small chance just to even go there, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. Yeah, if you're the 12th best guard or tackle, which I think you could play either, but, you know, if you're 12th best guard in the, in the world, you're getting paid a ton of money. And if you're the 12th best discus thrower in the world, right. you're just another guy. So, right. but hey, who knows, man? Look, it might take off for you, right? Because I mean, you're you're slinging it, man. It's what one fifty five? Wasn't that the mark or something? Uh, one eighty five. Oh, wow. look at me! I don't even know what. <laughs> you're just blowing me away. So, Jaybo, listen, man. man. Go ahead, go ahead, Nebby. I, I keep cutting Nebby off. Uh, Nebby, no, you, Nebby. you're good. I'm you're still good, keep man. cutting you off, Nebby. What, what <laughs> you gonna do about it, Nebby? Let's go. <laughs> go ahead, man. David, let me ask you this, man. I mean. You know, you you talk about your process. You know, you stay patient. You trusted the grind. You obviously put the work anywhere. You know, surprised that you got that big uh, Power Five offer for your first offer. 
what would you say to the underclassmen that are going to listen to this podcast and other top recruits in the area about trusting the process and, you know, how you underwent it and what your perspective was on it, your patience? What would you, what advice or what motivational message would you, would you leave from listening to this podcast? Well, when I first got my first offer, it was, I want to commit right now. You know, I, I want to do this right now. And I was really ambitious. And, and as far as the recruiting process went, you know, I started hitting up D3 schools, then D2, PSAC, you know. And and you don't just start from the beginning. You know, I didn't – no one thinks their first offer is going to be that huge. So another thing is when a, a coach, you know, at a, you know, I seen that one post, you know, D2 stud, D3 stud, that post, you know, when when someone does text you a coach, uh, uh, assistant director, anything, you have to take it for granted. And, you know, you can't just have your eye, you know, you have to be able to see everything, see the bigger picture, because for the most part, you know, those are not going to be the schools texting you first. Like I know for sure Pitt was not texting me last year in the beginning of the year when I was playing, you know, I wasn't even playing varsity football yet. So you just have to trust, you know, trust the process, like you said, and, um, you know, I, another thing I struggled with was, you know, worrying about my weight. You know, I, I, I want to gain weight. I want to gain this. And, you know, um, Ross Tucker actually told me, he said, you know, two, 285, which is heavy for a lot of people. And that's a good way. You know, I was working on being 315 for this season and I probably wasn't going to be able to do both sides. You know, that's a lot of weight to, you know, have on your body. So and that's another thing, you know, that stuff will, will come for the most part. So, yeah, that's what I have for the younger guys. Well, hey, man, I think this has been a great interview. Um, like I said, I've, I've watched a ton of your film, um, message you. with your coaches a little bit here and there. Haven't really talked to you yet, but, you know, I'm, we're always watching. Um, he's made our all-PA football team two weeks in a row, Navy. Yeah. So he's out there knocking guys around. Go watch the huddle film. If you guys don't know what huddle film is, this is highlights. He posted every week. He's got some really nice huddle film. You'll see what we're talking about with a 6'5". The 310 pound junior, still a young guy. How old are you, Dave? I just turned 16 August 30th, so I'm the youngest guy in my grade. Yeah, you got a you got a brother too that plays, right? Yeah, Rashard Williams. He graduated last year. He's a big dude too. So right, yeah. Well, there you go. It's you know good genes, but um, go check out his huddle, and you'll see what we're talking about when we say this is a special guy. Um, and, and you'll see why people are waking up to him and stuff like that. And Javen, you know, Nebby and I, we're going to keep this podcast going, hopefully year round, and and um. You know, you know, in the next couple months, next year, you know, and in the next season, we hope to have you back on, talk some more about, you know, how everything's looking. And I know you got a bright future, and 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 uh, we're just glad to have you on today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for inviting me. Again, Javen, much continued success to you, and keep on, keeping on, keep striving and pushing forward, man. Good luck with the rest of the season, bro. Will do. Thank you. I appreciate everything. All right. Take care. Brian, that was David Williams, four-star recruit, man. Talk to us. You know, he's one of the guys, Nebby, like I said, you know, Ross Tucker, who, you know, does college games, played in the NFL. He's texted me a couple times about Javen. And uh, his coach has been telling me, you know, uh, Coach Stephen O'Neill and those guys out there, why I'm missing him, been telling me about this kid for a year now. And um, you watch the development, and here it is. He just – he's exploded now in the recruiting circles. Um, and when you turn on the film, it's just so fun to watch. I mean, if you like to see big guys, um, bully big guys, you know, um, and, and just knock guys around, this guy can do it. And he's got a tremendous upside because, like he told you, I think you said, Nebby, he's been playing varsity football basically, you know, a year, you right. know. Um, so the upside's tremendous. He's, you know, people are seeing that now. 
excellent athlete, excellent young man too. Uh, and, and so it's just great, I think, to have a kid like that on here and, and, and expose people to a guy who I think is a fast riser and who's going to be one of the top guys in the state by this time next year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I enjoy every single guest we have on this podcast, every single one of them enlightening. But the thing I can say about Javen is he spoke very well. And for him to just have turned 16 years old to be a junior, I mean, we spoke with Lamont Payne, who's a junior as well. But I'm excited to see what the both of them are going to do moving forward. And, you know, it's still mind boggling at the fact that they still both have another year of high school football left. So just the thought of that and, you know, the thought of, you know, where Javen will potentially commit to and will he, when he'll make his decision. I think is the most exciting part. So definitely enjoyed this week's segment with him. Yeah, man. So turn to pay. You know, we only got a few more weeks left in football season. Like I said, we want to try to keep this going year round. We'll see, you know, we'll see how that goes. But you know, next week, I hope we're going to have another big guest. Next week. Another yeah. exciting week. I think we got Harrisburg CD East this weekend. We do. So we're going to get out and watch the football, man. Yes, sir. Hey, make hey, sure tell you them what to do. <laughs> make sure you all tune in to penlive.com and subscribe for all of our exclusive content. See you next week, folks.